Hey listeners, if you're listening on your mommy's Spotify, you might be too young for our podcast. On this podcast, we talk about adult themes and drug references. I mean, I don't have knee pads for nothing. And sexual references. So let's go, girls. If you're too young, time to click off. This podcast is for listeners 18 and up. So Felicia, I heard a news story recently where they caught a killer because he Googled how long before a body starts to smell. They tracked his Google searches. I saw this in the news. I mean, what an idiot. But he also Googled, can you be charged with murder if they can't find a body? Which, <laughs> which made me think, what would they find if they checked my top Google searches? You know, and we talked about this before in another episode. And I said, I don't use Google. I use Yahoo. But what would your top searches be? Well, probably like porn and stuff like that. Well, or like Martha we already talked mailing about address. This? We've already talked about this? Yes, we've already talked about this. Sorry, I must be high. It must be time for high tea. Oh, you got me with Felicia. <laughs> for high tea where we get high and spill the tea i'm philip and felicia here we go so felicia do i have some tea to spill to you you know you text me about this the other day and i was like spill spill but you were like no i i have to wait yes i'm all ears so i love to book massages on the soothe app yes it's kind of like Zeal or something like that. No, what it's is like, Zeal? It's like Uber, but you they come to right. you and they give you a massage in your house. But it, Zeal is another one, right? That's massage. I thought that was for sending money to somebody. I don't know. There's several different massage apps. I thought that there was one called Zeal, but maybe I'm incorrect. Anyway, I use the Soothe app and they come to the house. It's fabulous. And the other night I had a massage. And when the massage therapist is packing up his massage table after I had a two-hour massage i'm just sitting there like in my living room kind of waiting for him to gather yeah. his things so that he can depart and leave i see this glow underneath the treadmill and i thought that's kind of odd and i look under there and there's an ipad under there so i immediately text my spouse and ask him because he always like leaves things like yeah. devices plugged in to charge here there and everywhere right but he works out of town so, so you're like, like okay. why is there an ipad here was it plugged in it was plugged in and it was recording it was on a four our like recording memo i was being recorded while like the I, conversation like all the dialogue well what dialogue i was having a massage okay the lover set it up to see if he could catch me getting a happy ending wow so continue i mean i'm just like blown away by this and i i got very very angry about it and it got me to thinking about other ways you can track people now my husband works for a company and he manages several guys right who aren't necessarily always doing what they need to be doing or should be doing or telling him he's doing so he recently bought a bunch of those apple air, air tags, tags and he's putting them in their company trucks so that he'll i wonder can, where the hiding spot is in these trucks like where is he putting them underneath the front seat okay okay and they come on this little loop and he bought a whole bunch of them and he's putting them in all his guys trucks damn do these have to charge at all or like it's just i i'm not familiar with these but you know he's they all seem to justify why this is like necessary to use but like these could also be used to like harass or terrorize someone i mean i get weirded out like when i i recently found out on my phone that i was sharing my location with several people with me included yes <laughs> And so that's why I was like, what the fuck? How do these people know where the fuck I am? Because like, what if I wanted to ghost you or something? Like, not that I would, right. but like, yeah. you would know where the fuck I am at all times. Yeah. You're not really engaging in this. Like, I, I thought you would like, I'm I'm upset and appalled. How dare they record me? How oh, dare yes. they How... track me? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the two, there are two different things. No, they're not. How dare you? You have no right to know where I am. Well, Whether you're I think my it's... boss, my lover, my whatever. Don't fucking track me. I... 
what if there's one of those goddamn air tags in my truck right now? Because my husband was going to test it out. You better check under that front seat, honey. <clears throat> Let's go out there after we get our munchies. We'll find out. Can you even believe? I. So here's the thing. Let's start with iPad. That's like, if he were to discover you getting the happy ending, what's he going to do with that? Like, well, because I already have permission to like do my thing. But I don't yeah, like. What does it matter? I don't like slut and whore around, you know? But well, you have Once your a year on a vacation, okay. But you have your favorites, you know what I'm saying? Like, you well, do whatever. You don't need to get into okay. all of that. Here. How much do you owe the spill, Felicia? <laughs> so, anyway, um, I think it is necessary to maybe track your employees in that particular line of work. But they've also probably signed something that says, like, they're agreeing to that. Like, that's in a, a terms of agreement. Like, that's something with my work. Like, okay. I can be tracked with my father. It's so, like they're saying, like, through this system, like, it can know where I am at any given time during the day. As you're moving through the building, the building or like management in another state or right but I think it is okay to share locations as long as like you're both agreeing to share locations you know what I'm saying because I think when you and I went to New York last summer that's when we shared locations in case we got separated well I think that that was necessary but then or maybe it was Disney World like there are times and places but then it's like okay turn it off you know what I'm saying and right. it's different to record a conversation that's like invasive I mean we opened the show talking about how certain Google searches caught a killer mm -hmm. but I was also watching one of these true crime stories and they tracked a killer through his quote-unquote digital footprint because he had his cell phone in his pocket and so well when when he said he was in one area of town he was really in another where they found the body and they were able to put him there because his cell phone connected to several pinged or touched mm -hmm. several towers yep. around the area where they were where they found the body wow you can't get away with anything and that is good unless you I guess threw somebody in like the Grand Canyon and walked away I don't know. Yeah. Well, I learned two great lessons this week, Felice. If you're going to commit a murder, leave your cell phone at home. And before you get a massage, always check under the furniture. <laughs> Amen and hallelujah to that. <laughs> Did you hear that Gigi Hadid had been arrested for pot possession? Well, you know, she was on vacation. Gigi Hadid is allowed to smoke as much motherfucking weed as she wants to. Well, apparent, apparently not in the Cayman Islands, but yes, I agree with you. You would think so in the Cayman Islands. I mean, come on. Gigi Hadid was arrested for marijuana possession in the Cayman Islands. The model was arrested and fined after Customs and Border Patrol agents found marijuana in her luggage in the Cayman Islands last week. She has since been released. In a statement to E! News, Hadid's rep said Gigi was traveling with marijuana purchased legally in New York City with a medical license. It has also been legal for medical use in Grand Cayman since 2017. Her record remains clear and she enjoyed the rest of her time on the island. According to a local report, Hadid and a friend were arrested on July 10th at the Owen Roberts International Airport after their bags were searched by officials while being processed through customs. The outlet reports that, quote, the quantities were relatively small and were seemingly for personal consumption. 
They were both taken to the prisoner detention center and eventually released on bail. Hadid and her friend pleaded guilty during a July 12th court date and were fined $1,000. The model has yet to fully address the arrest, but has shared a handful of photos from her vacation on Instagram with the caption, all's well that ends well. For I'm trying to read this article because I want to know if it was like weed weed or if it was just like... It's probably like some swag weed, you know what I'm saying? It was just flour. Mm. It was local flour. Right. Well... She's apparently out on bail, and this will um, not technically affect her record. What fuck? Why does ever? That's another thing I'm going to ask. Why does everyone always talk about a record? Who cares about a record? That's what I'm saying. There for breaking, smashing. <laughs> exactly. Fuck some shit up. You could throw it at somebody. Well, like all through school, they're like, oh, don't get in trouble. It'll stay on your record. Your permanent record. Well, who reads the record? Who has the records? I think it only they should call it like a school transcript. But honey, we're not in school anymore. So like if you want like a criminal record, like okay, like are you going to take away my license? Like is this going to affect like where I live? Right. Like what the fuck? Like unless you're on the sex offender list, it doesn't really matter if it's on your record. Well, I guess that's that's the truth, but you know, with her, she's got enough money. Her parents have enough money like who gives a shit if you have a record? Look at Robert Downey Jr. He's got a record and he's successful as fuck. Oh, yeah. I would take me some Robert Downey right about now. <laughs> Didn't he get into all kinds of trouble back in the day? Well, sometimes it's just good to be bad. Well, you know, I'd like to read his record. I bet you he knows how to read the map. <laughs> oh, you know who else has a record? Who? Lindsay Lohan. Like a new album or what is this? No, like a criminal record. She's been oh. arrested. She's got more mug shots than Britney Spears. Good for her. And she just had a baby. Wow. Which I find really, really interesting. Do you remember that whole show she did on the Oprah Network? It was like a reality show and yeah, Oprah got called hotel, in. Right? It was the Lindsay Lohan like resort. Oh, I don't think so. She was all held up in her apartment and she wouldn't come down to film. It was all this oh. drama. Oprah came in and she's like, what the hell's going on? And then it came out years later that the reason she wasn't coming down and wanted to deal with all the cameras is because she was busy having a miscarriage. Oh my God. Oh, it was a whole bunch of drama, honey. Wow. Oh, yeah. God. So good for her. She's had a miscarriage. She got her shit together and she had a baby. Wow. Good for her. Another interesting uh, news story that I came across recently was, were, were you aware that the voice of the New York subway alerts is an actual trans woman? Is this a new voice or is this the person that's just been doing it the whole time? I'm not sure when she started recording this. It, um... Let me pull up the news article. Yeah, I would like to know how long this person's been doing this. Oh, voice she's work. been doing it for more than a decade. This uh, woman's name is Bernie Wagonblast, and her voice has been ringing through bustling underground tunnels to herald an approaching train or remind the hurried masses to please stand away from the platform edge. Can I listen to this on YouTube? Like. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, familiar I'll dub this in. You've heard it underground. Let's take a listen. There is a downtown Express 5 train to Flatbush Avenue, Brooklyn College. That was the sound of Bernard Wagonblast, who is now Bernadette. She revealed that she's transgender. Back in 2009, Wagonblast recorded more than a thousand words for the MTA while presenting as a man. Bernadette now hopes her voice inspire others who are struggling with their identities. I like to think that when people hear my story and find out that I'm one of the voices of the New York City subway, that when they go into the subway, if they're trans, they can identify, oh, that's another trans person. Or if they're cisgender, they will hear that voice and, oh, somebody that's a regular part of my life is a transgender person and nothing has changed. And if that voice really sounds familiar, you also may have heard Wagon Blast's voice on the air train at Newark Airport, also at Coast Speedline around Philly. That's found, a really great article. Well, I found that really interesting, but I'll tell you what, when I'm waiting on the damn subway and I hear a voice come overhead, most of the time it sounds... <laughs> 
That's, like in Snoopy. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, you don't hear that. And I'm not thinking, oh, that's a trans woman. Oh, I can exactly. identify. Yeah. It's like, I better move the fuck away. I'm going to die. You know where it's really bad is fucking in and out Pardon? Burgers. Okay. When they announce it, it's like, number number Well, and you know what? That's kind of like how the old burger joints used to be. Um, over off of like West Colfax, there used to be a, a place called Around the Corner and you would order your meal from a telephone there at the booth. And then when your order was ready, you would hear an announcement come over the intercom in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how they do it in Freddy's now. But back in the day when I was a kid at Burger King, that's how you oh, ordered yeah. through the drive-thru. Yeah, I remember that. So, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of being a child when I have those types of experiences. Oh, yeah. But it's only at burger joints. Oh, and drive through banks. Yeah, the banks. The banks and the mm-hmm. drive throughs Good times. <sighs> There's nothing I love to see more than a building on the side of the road that used to be a good times. It's just abandoned now. You don't like them. I like them. But they are going out of business. They really did serve. Oh, really- damn. They served, uh, well, like every time you go buy one, it's, they're, they're closed. But um, they they served like grass-fed beef and um, cage-free chicken and things like that. Which, can I just ask you a question, Felice? Spill. Everyone's all about cage-free eggs and all this whatever. And like I understand that mm-hmm. the, the, the chicken like should be. But it's be all in a, a cage eventually or at some point. Well, but the end result is still the same. Yeah. It still ends up on a bun. Yeah. So like people just care about how it was done and like even they say with like with pork like oh if the pig was tortured it's going to release all of these things into the meat and then it's not healthy for you like hmm. yeah there's lots of things. Well, well email email us folks tell us about your food. Yes, how do you like your chicken darling? Do you like it extra creamy, extra salty? Oh, we're talking a different kind of cock darling. <laughs> I was talking about hollandaise sauce now. just love that song anyway i want to talk about drag race i yes. mean bum bum ba-dum, we have a winner there is a new addition to the drag race hall of fame darling an all-star hall of fame mm-hmm. and she's not from the united states she's from canada go her congratulations jimbo there you go you did it ladies based on the lip sync and your performances all season long I've made my decision. The winner of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 8, the queen about to be inducted into the Drag Race Hall of Fame is... Jimbo. I loved her outfit that she wore. Did the crowning? Did you see it? I did not see the episode. Oh, you haven't seen but it. I saw the I saw the outfits on Instagram from the episode or from when they found out the crowning. Um, it's one of Jimbo's. Yes, I did see that. I love that. So the wig reminded me of Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons. Oh, it totally does. 
Uh, I could pull a better cartoon out of my ass. <laughs> hey, whoa! Wasn't that great, kids? <laughs> but I mean, she kind of did it up, um, like a like glamorously. A glamorous clown. And not to be outdone, you know, we on a previous episode featured a hickory dickory TikTok. T- fuck from Darian Lake. Oh yeah. I was actually just thinking about that the other day. Her face. So funny. (laughs) But my favorite tweet was that came from her after the crowning and it said, "Um, happy to see I stay consistent. I lost to a clown yet again. Oh my God. Well, who won the fan favorite? Oh, do you know? Are you asking? I'm asking. Lala Ree. And I didn't vote for her. She got three times. She got three times the votes and I voted all we were able to vote 10 times online and I had been doing a point system for the runways and things and then in the final talent show episode I awarded four points for that so all 10 of my votes went to James Manfield okay all right because he had two points from how I was tallying them up through the season and then he got in the top two okay so he got all my votes nice go James I don't feel bad for voting for him but you know it is TV they didn't call all the queens back to refilm so I wonder how that all interesting yeah and see if it was between James and La Larry, I would have voted for James. Like oh, yeah. I'm not a La Larry fan. Well, you could have voted for any of the queens that were in had been eliminated. La Larry was actually in Denver and I bumped into her at X Bar and I didn't even say hi. I just walked the other way. Oh. <laughs> I don't really think she's that talented. Is I mean, that mean, we were just out at the club and she does her thing and it's just not my favorite style of drag. Right. You mean with gift bags? <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I thought was really interesting about this season of Drag Race is um, Evie Oddly, who wasn't even a part of this season. But she's a Denver queen and she's yes, a winner. She took to Twitter during the season um, to basically call out the producers of this reality TV um, claiming that they don't live up to their word and that it took her over a year to get her winnings check. What? Yeah. And it reminded me of a situation that I had on my reality show with Food Network. And before you go to be on any show, you sign a bunch of paperwork, you do a bunch of Zoom interviews, you have to kind of, it's kind of a trial process. Oh yeah. You go it's from- It's like an audition. You, you deal with a casting person. Yep. Then you deal with a producer. Then you deal with an executive producer. Then you get your contract and you can go back and forth with that, but- Typically for reality TV, this is the contract, bada bing, bada boom. Mm -hmm. On my contract for Food Network, we were told that any recipes that we won with or that were featured on episodes and subsequently posted to foodnetwork.com. Right. So if you were the winner of the challenge, your recipe for that cake would be posted on foodnetwork.com. Right. Yes. And you would get paid for that recipe. Mm -hmm. What ended up happening was they altered a couple of the ingredients in my recipe. Add a tablespoon of salt instead of three teaspoons. They added gelatin and lime zest to my cranberry meringue pie. And therefore it was no longer your recipe because they modified it and they didn't pay me bastards and so they did this to everyone and so what really makes me angry is we don't have any just we don't have any go back on them for this and i think it's really interesting i don't know if you knew this but bethany from the new york housewives on bravo yes yes. and nini from the housewives in Atlanta atlanta are pushing to form a reality star union to combat these networks that are using are they really that unhappy with the editing on e-network well here think about it's not about or the bravo editing. i guess it's not about the editing it's about the contracts how many years do they re- i mean i filmed my show in 2014 and every year it airs again mm-hmm. you should be getting royalties i've never gotten a penny they never paid me for what they originally contracted me to, that they said that they were going to pay me for my recipes and for everything they left me for days in a hotel room in Culver City. Okay. They picked me up from the airport when I arrived. They they drove us back and forth from the set 
to the hotel. When I was eliminated from my show, I didn't hear one word from them until I reached back out to them. Turns out I had missed my flight two days prior. I thought they were bringing me back because there was no communication. Turns out it was my responsibility to get myself to the airport and figure out where my flight was. No Are email. Are you fucking kidding no me? No nothing. Th- this is how they treat you. Like absolute wow. garbage. So when they're yeah. done with you, they're done with you. So you just did a bunch of filming and they dropped you off at the hotel and be like, oh, good luck getting to the airport. But this was not communicated. Correct. Correct. Turns out they sent my flight information to another contestant on the show because I'm still kind of in conversation with him. And he's like, yeah, I got an email about your flight information. I knew you'd gotten eliminated, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, wow. well, why the fuck didn't you reach out to me, motherfucker? I'm sitting crying my eyes out in the goddamn hotel for days. Motherfucker. I was like suicidal. Um, So... I do believe that that there needs to be check and balance on some of this reality TV stuff. And I fully stand with the writer's strike and the actor's strike, even though I know it's going to fuck up my TV and movie schedule. Oh, Oh, wow. Oh, and I totally agree. Traditional Hollywood and actors don't respect us and never really have. The entertainment industry needs the circus clowns to come in and entertain the audience. They use your name, likeness, and content to the end of time. And usually the content is things that people regret and are forever embarrassed by. Uh, Sandoval rules would be a good example of that. Uh, My divorce being exploited by later being really aired more heavily when it was happening or Nene Leakes' husband Greg dying and then they really show those episodes a lot because what they do is they go back and they really further capitalize by pumping episodes based on people's issues and deaths and uh, addictions and things like that. And it goes on forever. And not only that, they, they monetize merchandise, they monetize, uh, YouTube clips and the talent is building an intellectual property that they don't own and they receive nothing from it. So you start off and you sign a crappy deal for a crappy show. No problem. Get your paycheck. Then that show goes on to be a multi-billion dollar franchise and literally cultural phenomenon. And the talent shares in none of that. I have 10 terms that I'll be announcing in the next hour. People should have receive a back end that's very, um, that they can understand. That's not, that doesn't require having to audit a multi-billion dollar company that's going to claim all these expenses and not give talent part of the gross. Um, So something that's very easy to comprehend and a model that is obviously subject to modification because I designed it between the Bethany clause is that talent gives a percentage of what they make because Everybody had to get punished after I made was on the cover of Forbes magazine for my skinny girl deal. So now that that should be completely revoked and people should never sign that and never give away a piece of their business and that people should share in the merch and the ancillary expenses and that they should receive a per diem and that uh, they should be treated fairly. And as episodes re-air or are streamed, there should be a model by which they're compensated. It, it all boats rise with the tide. If the streamer and the network wins, the people should win. I actually follow these people on Facebook. They're they're like actors, but they're all posting because they're like striking. Right. Well, and another issue that I have with these reality shows is after the shows have been shot and everyone goes home and we're about our lives and moving on about, then it's the fandom problems, the online nasty comments, mm-hmm. the phone calls to your house. People who show up at your house, who research you, show up at your Google house. Google Maps. There's no protection. There's no warning. There's no nothing. People are lunatics. I mean, think about how the fandom is for like the Housewives franchises or oh, yeah. for Drag People Race. Fuck wild. It's toxic. Look at the comments on Instagram or Twitter. I mean, it's a toxic fandom. So you said Bethany and Nini are starting this new thing. Well, this should be in intertwined in that. Like, okay, like we'll help you get your money. We can't really represent you on the editing, but we'll help you get your money and this. Right. Like fandom. Right. Like maybe. Well, but then, but then, but then the attitude is kind of like, oh, well, you chose to go on a show, so you chose this lifestyle. No, I didn't choose people to critique every single thing that I wore. I was in fucking vintage Oscar de la Renta. Yeah. And here they are, you know, telling me that I look like flounder. Excuse me? Just because it was yellow and teal doesn't mean flounder. Oh, that's what someone said. But you know who was actually starting all of this shit? Who? Duff Ace of Cakes. He's a real piece of shit. That was something else I put in that letter to Martha Stewart. Oh, I nice. Said, I said, just to let you know, this is what's gone on since we had our go 
around. I've met some people, and this man's a real douche face. <laughs> I want. I really wish Martha writes you back. Like I would love that. Oh, we're gonna read would... it on the show, darling. Oh yes. If she does, we'll read it on the show. Okay, Martha, if you're listening, write us. Now that's a good thing. So speaking of douchebags, on the previous episode, I brought up the fact that the day after we recorded, I was going to be buying Oogie Boogie Bash tickets yes, for the Disneyland. Oogie Boogie Bash. And this is a great event that they do at Disneyland because you can go all around the park and go trick-or-treating. They give you handfuls of candy. Oh yeah, grips. It's you can meet characters that normally villains. aren't villains. Villains. Like only villains. You could also meet Jack and Sally. Yes. And they have a special parade. Oh, There's yeah. like um, uh, Villains Grove, which is like this walkthrough experience that's kind of reminds me a lot of going to Glow in the Gardens here at the okay, Denver Botanic okay. Gardens. So anyway, back to this Oogie Boogie Bash. So this whole time, Felicia... I was angry at Disney for not getting their shit together. Well, the website crashed. Several times. And well, you tried one day, but then that day wasn't a success. So you had to wait. Two weeks. Wait two to weeks buy again. to buy it again. I was combating ticket scalpers. Fuck these scalpers. So what they're doing is they had multiple devices, their phone, their iPad, their their desktop, their laptop, whatever, all in the queue. That's crazy. And you can only buy so many tickets at a time in the queue. They go in there and they snatch up the, the weekend dates that they can when, when they're able on their different devices. Oh my God. They assign the tickets, get this, to Disney character names. Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, this, that, or whatever. And then they sell them on eBay for three times the amount. And then when you're going through the turnstiles, they're into the Oogie Boogie Bash. The people aren't checking the ticket for your name. They're just letting you go on in, taking your picture. Yeah, you're in for uh, for the evening. That person's not Daisy fucking Duck. But are people getting into these events with it saying Donald Duck on there? Apparently these are working. Look at eBay. Wow. I, I reached out to a motherfucker on eBay the day of the Oogie Boogie Bash ticket sale. And this fucking cunt face sent me this. I hope I didn't delete the photos because I saved this to show you on the show because it pissed me off. Didn't I send you the screenshot of this or no? No, not this one. We were talking about the artwork. If she hasn't blocked me, I don't know. But I've been turning in all of these people on eBay because you know what? They're scam artists. They are. Like I would be so upset if I bought something on the secondary market and then it didn't fucking work. Like I bought a ticket to see Cher at Caesars Palace. It was on the secondary market and I paid, you know, way more. This is what she said. The names are Disney characters, which worked for my family the last four years, and I've also given them to friends and sold four different sets last year with my name on them and the character names, and they worked going through the turnstiles. All Disney cares about is if they're valid. Then she got mad at me. She says, do again tell me why you feel the need to stick your nose in where it's not wanted. Seriously? Because, bitch, I waited two weeks and six hours to buy a single ticket because you're fucking around well get off your goddamn ass get a real fucking job and stop ripping people off oh that's basically God. what it is this is exactly what happens when the mariah carey butterfly sets went on sale this is what happens when any major artist goes on tour beyonce madonna mariah taylor swift whatever this is what goes on and i am so fucking sick of it everyone's just out to make a buck and fuck you the same thing with the beanie baby craze when i was a teenager oh yeah buying a beanie baby for six bucks and turning around and trying to sell it for two three hundred oftentimes in that uh big old fandom being successful so you know what in down in houston i tried to get tickets to like their center of performing arts to go see i think it was like frozen the musical or something. okay so it's like the dcpa the buell right it was all um what is that box office site like ticket Master? It was all Ticketmaster. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what the it's fuck? It's a joke. Like, how is it this Performing Arts Center in Houston on Ticketmaster? But yet, Denver is like their own thing, and it's like, wow. Like, at least we can still get tickets at the Denver Center. Right. But, like, these Taylor Swift and all these other artists, like, it is complete bullshit. I've had an experience with that AXS ticket yes, people. Yes. And they don't do the uh, the digital tickets or the printed tickets. Everything is assigned to you. And if 
you want to transfer it or something like that, there's a fee and everything else yep. involved. Yeah. And so I don't know if that's the way we need to go because I'm not all about fees and sometimes shit comes up. But there definitely needs to be a crackdown yeah, the on the access secondary one, market it's nice shit. because it's on the app and it's assigned to you. It's like on your phone. You can't buy more than that thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Turns out Disney wasn't at fault for this. I was mad at them, but it turns out they were all just fucking scalper asshole bitches. Turns out can't be a scalper and be our friend. I like the Food Network story, but I still can't believe that they like still like owe you. And I knew about the recipes. They never paid me. Wow. Never did. That's why they really should have like this actors like or like reality people like union type type thing they like they make sure you fucking get paid right that shit is crooked the house demolition so far oh felicia it didn't start yet oh it hasn't started it was supposed to start on monday and homeboy's car broke down so they're not coming so the saga begins for over forty thousand dollars for a brand new shower holy fuck and they're not even here so i went and picked out brand new flooring for the entire house because after i get that shower done yep you're doing the main level we're we're doing we're getting rid of all the carpet putting in hardwood floors and rugs and they're coming in and doing the floors so now the floor people are held up because one man's truck broke down or something holy shit so we'll see how that goes but um we're i i texted you with such glee and I haven't watched it yet because I don't have Hulu. But what, what we, we do, do in, in the, the shadows, shadows is back. Okay. And I have also not watched it. So I think we should watch it. Uh, well, we need to figure out how. Because yeah. yeah, I, I, I may just have to um, get Hulu, which I really want to see the last season of The Handmaid's Tale as well. But I don't think that comes out for another year. Well, you know, last Thursday, what was on TV? And, and just, just like, like that. that. And you finally got... In the last episode, you're like, I fucking hate Miranda. I hate Che, right? That's her name. I just have never really liked her character. And so now they broke up. Yes, finally. They're like, I don't think we're going to be able to fix this. They're like, yeah, probably not. Probably not. Peace, bitch. That's conscious uncoupling, if you ask me. (laughs) All I have to say is... Like that episode had so much in it. It almost seemed like the season finale, but it wasn't. I think it's setting us up for the season finale. Okay. I but also, what episode was that? Nine? Five. Okay. Well, there's 11 episodes, I thought, in the whole thing. Yeah, we're about halfway through. It might have been six, but I thought it was five. Um, But one show that I really wanted to, sh- to uh, talk to you about was a new one I, st- I stumbled upon called Growing Belushi. I can't believe it's already in three seasons. Growing Belushi? It's Jim Belushi, John Belushi's brother, who's who's part of the Blues Brothers with Dan Aykroyd, and he's got his own marijuana farm in Oregon. Is this on A&E or something? No, it's actually on Max. No, yes, it's on Max. HBO Max, okay. Yes, and so it's already in three seasons deep, but do you, you know my straight friend Jared, right? Yes, but I'm showing you just like that. You were right. Oh, it was episode six. Episode six, six but there are going to be 11 episodes. So these guys are just like me and Jared, how we used to work together. Oh, I love Jared. You think it's that easy to fix the grow? You fix things because you break things. No, I get blamed for breaking. That's me. Belushi is Jared. I was cutting the grass. I never saw any sprinkler break. He drives down the ski road 
Oh my god. They built those fences all day long. 10 minute job. Brand new RD bar. It scrapes the wall. Good? Yeah. I lifted the bucket when you told me that I caught the side of the building. It wasn't my fault. Uh, it was a small explosion. He did what he was told. Love That's this show. Hilarious. I love this show so fucking much. And I reached out to Jim and Steve. Okay. And I asked them to be on the podcast. So oh stay tuned. God. Because uh, they recently came to Denver. You can find the um, Blues Brothers marijuana in the green solution. Okay, the green solution's where it's at. And so there are several people in Colorado who tell us that we shouldn't deal with them. But I would love to go check them out. And uh, I don't think it has anything to do with Blues Brothers. Who says? we shouldn't go check these people out well some good friends of mine used to have a podcast and they were the main sponsor and then they left and our very own doesn't have very good things to say about green solution (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have to cut this part we're gonna have to cut all this out but i'm talking All are like, fuck Green Solution. Oh, I thought they were saying, fuck these two guys. No, not not the Belushis. Yeah, I thought they were saying, fuck the Belushis. They're saying, fuck Green Solution. Fuck Green Solution. Yeah, I don't really like Green Solution. Um, I went in there only one time and it was so overpriced, but everything, I really liked how everything was set up, but it's overpriced because they're bringing in big names. They got Willie Nelson. They got the Blues Brothers. They got Snoop Dogg. I mean, no other other place in, in Colorado, as far as dispensaries are concerned, have like big names like that. And, but I mean, if you think marijuana, you think Snoop Dogg, you think Willie Nelson. Uh, Starbucks. Starbucks sells it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie oh. Nelson and Snoop Dogs. Okay. Yes. Who gave me a bunch of Willie Nelson stuff? Oh, Larry. Oh, nice. Larry gave me a whole bunch of Willie Nelson stuff. You're welcome. He, or no, he had it. You got it. So while we're on the topic of celebrities, we didn't really touch on it in previous episodes when we recorded, but Madonna was hospitalized right before the 40 years tour. Madonna is on the mend after being hospitalized in the ICU. The pop icon's manager, Guy Osiri, reveals the news in a June 28th Instagram post to fans, writing on June 24th, Madonna developed a serious bacterial infection, which led to a several day stay in the ICU. He shares her health is improving, however, she is still under medical care, adding a full recovery is expected. Osiri adds, at this time, we will need to pause all commitments, which includes the tour. We will share more details with you as we have them, including a new start date for the tour and rescheduled shows. E! News has reached out to a rep for the singer, but did not immediately hear back. The news comes just weeks before Madonna was scheduled to kick off her celebration tour to mark the anniversary of her 40-year-long music career. The 35-city tour was set to begin in Vancouver on July 15th. At the time of the tour reveal, the Queen of Pop said in a press release, quote, I am excited to explore as many songs as possible in hopes to give my fans the show they have been waiting for. A week before the news of her hospitalization, Madonna gave fans a peek at what appears to be rehearsals for the upcoming tour, posting a carousel of photos with the caption, the calm before the storm. The material girl was previously hospitalized in 2020 when she underwent hip replacement surgery after suffering an injury on her Madam X tour in 2019. In a Q&A special in 2021, she reflected on the painful experience 
and revealed, so how do I stay in shape? It's all in your head. It's called will. It's called no one's gonna stop me. I don't believe in limitations. Well, and we were talking about, you know, this new upcoming tour. Do you think that she's now hospitalized due to complications from plastic surgery, like a oh. bacterial infection? Mm, I don't know, but perhaps. I mean, I think that, I mean, earlier in this episode, we were talking about the pressures of reality TV, fighting with networks, fighting with production companies, not them not living up to what they say they're going to do in their contracts, this, that, or whatever, and then dealing with the fandom and all that toxicity. Mm -hmm. When you are a star at that level, that you are nitpicked and ridiculed at every turn. And so plastic surgery, what you wear, mm -hmm. what you do, is constantly she's been under the microscope. Herself, but I guess... You know, she does like to get things done, so maybe she got a new little nip tuck. Well, uh, the news story came out. We were planning to go, but due to these complications, she is still planning on doing a tour and plans to reschedule, but the Denver date has since been scrapped. Wow. Thanks, Madonna. She's not coming, darling, and I'm very upset about it. Fucking bitch. You know what? Just like Miss um, Patty Lapone said, Madonna is a movie killer and now a tour killer. What did you think of her role in Evita? Well, I was on the <laughs> treadmill, and I would, you know, when MTV used to have videos, yes. right? And I saw, I believe it was Buenos Aires, and I thought it was a piece of sh. <laughs> Madonna is a movie killer. She's dead behind the eyes. She cannot act her way out of a paper bag. She should not be on in, in, in film or on stage. She, she's a wonderful, you know, performer for what she does, but she is not an actress. Bang. But you know what? It, 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 it may or may not have been her fault, and if it is, you know what? She's done a lot. I love her anyway, and I'm just sad I don't get to see her on a Denver shot, spot because I've seen Madonna before, and she's not somebody I'm going to fly to Vegas or wherever to see. Okay. She's always late. It's always a song and dance and I just don't want to deal with it. Like, I love her but I don't want to deal yeah, with... Yeah, and it's like... We waited over two hours for her one time. I mean, the concert was wow. supposed to start at 8 o'clock and she didn't come on until after 10. What the... But how I mean, many openers did she have? None. That's her. That's her bad. Yeah, Madonna would need openers. So do we want to talk about coming out the Jacksonville Jaguars coast? I, 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 here's where I'm at with this story. I just don't understand why we're still coming out. You know what? Like, why are we still coming out as gay people? Recently in the news, Jacksonville Jaguars assistant coach Kevin Maxson makes history as coming out as gay. Last February, Maxson, who's connected with linebacker, linebacker Carl Nassab, also came out as the first active NFL player to come out as gay. Why are we still, like, everyone always says representation matters, this, that, or whatever. I don't care if you're a cocksucker. I don't care if you're a muff dive. I, you don't need to go on the cover of Newsweek. This isn't the 90s. You're not Ellen DeGeneres. We don't care. I've been thinking about why I haven't come out yet. Maybe it's because it doesn't seem fair that only gay people have to come out. Why is straight the default? I have something I need to tell you. Mom, there's something I have to tell you. Can, can we talk? Yeah. I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm sorry, Mom. It's true. I like girls. <coughs> I like men. You get that from your dad, is that? I'm in love with Nick. I feel like I've been raising a stranger. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You have. Heterosexual. Oh, God. Help me, Jesus, please. Why do we have, why, like, it's because, you know, he's just so straight and, you know, he's in, he's playing football. A story moment for the NFL as a Jacksonville Jaguars assistant coach. He does strength and conditioning. Kevin Maxson has come out as homosexual. Maxson became the first male coach in American men's professional sports to publicly come out as gay. I just feel like at a certain point. That's him. That's what he looks like. Yes. And, and I understand, but I, I just feel like at a certain point, representation matters. Yes. But. I don't care. It's kind of like during Pride when all of those videos went live on Twitter mm -hmm. of Andy Cohen up in the club with a gentleman sitting on his lap and them getting a little bit frisky together in VIP. Oh, well, whatever no one, happens, happens. No one gives a shit. Yeah. He is a human being. Andy Cohen has needs, people. Yeah. Leave Andy alone. Now, you see him down at Folsom Street. You post some of those videos, please. I need that AirPod tracker. I'll put that on 
Andy Cohen's ass, and then I'll meet him over at Folsom. If you can get close to Andy Cohen's ass, let's try it. I think he would have a hell of a time with the boy version of Felicia. Mm, I definitely think he would. Do you think he's a top or a bottom? I think he's a top. Is that hopeful wishing? No, but, you know, I'm completely versed, so I'm ready when you are, Andy. Well, on that note, it's time for the munchies! You read my mind! Okay, Felicia, I found these at the store. And these are none other than Oreos! But they're cotton candy flavor. With the vanilla cracker. Yes, and can I just say, like, if I'm gonna get a package of Oreos, I like the vanilla ones more than the chocolate ones. People think I'm crazy, but yes. I don't think you're crazy for that, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna shame you for having a favorite type of Oreo, because I love all Oreos. All right, so these are the cotton candy. And I I have heard of these, but I don't remember trying them. Weren't they out several years ago? I don't remember, let's open them up. All right, you go. You have the honors, darling. Yo's! Oh my god, people are still talking about those fucking Lady Gaga Oreos. Those fucking Oreos gave everyone the green shits. I remember that. Someone put put online about um the Lady Gaga Oreos and they're like, oh, I still have mine. What should I do with them? And I was like, throw them throw away. Throw them away. They're expired. They're attracting ants and no one gives a fuck. Philip, I think these cotton candy Oreos are very good. Okay. The cookie is also not the regular vanilla cookie. This okay. is a different cookie cookie. This is like a graham cracker type cookie. Mm. It's very light but sweet like cotton candy. So the inner frosting is both pink and blue. Kind of mm-hmm. like the the s'mores ones we tried a few episodes ago which were marshmallow and chocolate. This is a double filling too but not necessarily double stuff. I like them but I think they're a lot more sweeter than regular Oreos. Don't you think these are like heavily sugar? Um, I, mean, I mean it's cotton candy. What the fuck do you expect? But I think the cookie is not as sweet as the other cookie. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a different cookie. This is not the same. Hmm. So the yes, the filling is sweet, but the cookie is not the same. And sometimes I just like eating only the cookie. Oh, see, I like the frosting, darling. I'm saying on the traditional Oreos. What? These are very good. Well, the amount of cookie you don't like, darling. I wanted to make cookies last night because I got high. <laughs> But I didn't have enough coconut and I didn't have any chocolate chips, so. You know what I've been wanting to make? Hmm. You know those peanut butter balls that I usually only make at Christmas time? I'm going to do that, but with some can of butter. Mmm. So they're like edibles. But they're like, they're my husband's favorite. And if I make those and he accidentally ingests one, he's going to be so pissed. Well, he's just going to have to ride that wave. (laughs) Well, that was another edition of High Tea, darling. I hope y'all had fun. I'm going to finish this whole freaking thing of Oreos. I'm high as fuck, girl. Want more, Philip and Felicia? You know you do. It's Felicia and Philip. Yes. Check us out on Spotify and SoundCloud or on Facebook at High TeaCast. With Felicia and Philip. Yes, of course. Ladies first. Let's be honest. We all have a thing for straight dudes, don't we, gays? Flirting with the breeders, sleeping with the breeders, draining them when their wives are being bitch faces. It's a thing. Just gays being gays. <laughs> Listen, bitch. Stream all episodes of High Tea with Felicia and Philip. Now streaming on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. Hey there, boys. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.